So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! Good evening, morning, day, night, whatever time you are watching. It is I, Magditas, and I have here running. Have you seen the trailer for the Five Bloods? I know this is an insecure podcast, but I just wanted to point that out. Really good trailer. I'm excited about that movie. And by the way, yeah, um, that will pr- that will probably be the most exciting thing we talk we talk about this entire episode because this episode was not it. So I just wanted to add something worth talking about in the mix. So you know. Well, y'all know how he feels about the ex- episode, but now it's officially over because you know it's never over until we recap it. Um, right quick, since we on the Five Bloods, I got Apocalypse Now meets. Have you seen? Um, you about to say Three Kings, aren't you? Movie? Huh? Three Kings. No, the one that's on Netflix with um, Oscar Isaac and ben Oh, Affleck. oh, oh! See, I was thinking Three Kings. Have you have you seen Three Kings? Uh, who's in it? Um, George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube no. came out like, and that is surprising. Oh, you haven't seen Three Kings? I love it's like one of those you know movies. What? I probably have. Yeah, I, have. I just don't remember it. How old is it? It's like one of those. It's like came out in the early two thousands because it's about um the the first Iraqi War, and it like I said, it's one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, oh, this movie could have been so much better, but I'm just gonna take it for what it is. But but yeah, the um. The Five Bloods is really giving me that kind of vibe. Like you said, it's, it's very clearly like, okay, what if we focus on the black people in the Viet- Vietnam War, but make it Apocalypse Now, but mix in, you know, a bit of Three Kings. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's like Apocalypse Now, but black people. <laughs> but, but black people, right. <laughs> um, it's it's, it's kind of giving me the second half. Well, I say this, but... All war movies give me other war movie vibes. Because I was going to say, it's giving me second half of um, Full Metal Jacket. But, eh. Ooh, all ooh. of them are war movies. I know. The first half is... I'm, seriously, I know. I know. I love Full Metal yeah, I was about to say this, if you can make it past the first half. <laughs> and it's really, it's really like two... It's really two... It's like two movies. It's, re- it's really two movies, yeah. It's two movies. Because the first half, up until, you know, he says Full Metal Jacket... That's one. Yeah. And then once yeah. they go off to Vietnam, it's a totally different movie. Totally you know? different movie. We love you a long time. Forever. <laughs> forever. And the first time I saw it, I was like, hey! I was like, Leo. That, that's, where, <laughs> that's where that's from. <laughs> yeah. Although it's probably terrible. I hate when people make fun of people's accents. But it's yeah. just like, but it's just, that's what she said. She said, me love you long time. I, you don't have to say it in her tone, but that's what she said. So. That's what she said, yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah, we're sorry. We're just excited. Spike Lee. Yeah, so what were we talking about again? Yeah. Spike Lee gets us you know, amped about his movies because he does a jam up job. We're here to talk about Insecure, though. And this episode is titled, Ronnie, what is the title? Because I don't know. Okay, we uh, this is this is like low key done, right? I think it's right, low key done. I think last week was low key done. No, I think this is this is low key. Or low key. Wait. What was last you week? You sure this is a low key done? This is low key. Yes, good job. It was low uh, see, key. See, see how dare you doubt me? <laughs> Come on, you know why. Okay, you you're right, you're right, you're right. This was low key done. Um, we know it happens every season of almost every show has either a filler or a bottle episode. We know, we know what happens. Um, I want to start by saying, I have not written anything for a successful television show or movie or pilot or anything other than, you know, a pretty cool blog post. So take that for what it is by me saying, I don't understand why Insecure needs filler episodes when it's only eight to 10 half hour episodes per season. So as the writer of um, a few scripts that will probably remain in my Google Docs forever, let me reveal to you. Yeah, I got put it. Yeah. But let me reveal to you, like, I guess what most people do. They sit down and say, okay, um, who is the 
what's the who of this season what's the what of this season what's the why of this season so basically they um plan out an arc for the season and they know the climax of the arc and they know which beats they want to hit but then it's almost like slicing up the pie like where do you want the episodes to fit and and i'm really disappointed that this um succumb basically this this fell on the same fate where basically you get your strongest episode immediately followed by the weakest episode and that shows that everything was basically building up to this climax and then after that like and i hope this isn't the case it's like okay what do we do now um i i do think the rest of the season will, will smooth out i think they just wanted and and also too I, I will say this it's um it's a matter of sometime for better or worse not having enough story to cover a season because you may have like eight episodes worth of story but you get like a 10 episode order and you're like well we gotta we gotta just toss one in there so so yeah this is it so that that's a very long way of saying yes this was a filler episode but it in, in your, the way you explain it, I think works great because this season is 10 episodes where it's usually eight. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that they just had to put, you know, if you if you got your mind frame of your writers and you're in your writer's room and you have these ideas and you're going to do it in eight and then they say, oh no, 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 we need 10. You get another Mr. Robot situation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. There's, there's a recurring theme here. I wonder what it is. All right. I just really get emotional. <laughs> so emotional. But yes. So speaking of filler, the episode starts with Issa going to the grocery store to get wine. It is very clear um, from her messages and her posts, though, that her black party was a success. And that's just not mm-hmm. from a viewer's point of view. I mean, from our point of view, it was from the comments she's getting on her Facebook, the feedback she's getting. And you can tell she's she's pretty excited about it, which is great. I'm I'm really happy she got a win, and she worked hard to get it done, and she did. So I'm very proud of her. Um, but then Kelly jumps in because Kelly again. So it's I mean, Kelly. Yes, it's Kelly. She is through the screams of a sweet little baby. Is asking if if she was okay, and had she talked to Molly, she, me, and Issa. And of course, Issa's like, well. Um, I'm tired of being the one that's always reaching out. <laughs> and when she said that, I'm like, what? When? Because even even with that, and I know even if you feel like the other party should apologize first, like if this is your best friend, sometimes you got to be like, okay, what the hell happened last night? You know, and, 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 and by the way, I'm not going to say she's right or wrong for feeling that way, but at the same time, like if, if that's the stance you take, then you know if the relationship you know drifts and 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 goes separate ways, then yeah, you're a part of that too. So her deciding not to you know basically take action is you know is is going to be ultimately part of her fault. It, it takes two here, so yeah. And it's it's me. It's I think um, confirming my thoughts that she's just over Molly. It just feels like she's yeah. just for her. And I hate it because, I mean, it seems like they're really good friends. And, and I want <laughs> I want this to be clear. Y'all, we can only see what they show us on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know what relationship they had when they were 9 or 10 or what Issa did to her or what she apologized to her before. I can only go by what I have seen from episode one through now. So from what I have seen, <laughs> it's just like, for whatever reason... Issa's over her and if it's been building up for even longer than we saw with Malibu I don't know nothing about that all I know is what mm-hmm. happened with, from, from Broken Pussy to Malibu to here and in each of those instances Issa apologized for the Broken Pussy thing because that was her fault 100% like that was your fault and she apologized with snacks like she just went over to her house with some chips and something so they made up Malibu, they just neither of them really had, a, they didn't really have a come to Jesus about that. Um, mm. They were forced together because of Tiffany. It was her birthday. And then once Molly found out what happened with Issa and Lawrence, it was like she just snapped out of it and was like, whoa, what happened? Like, you, you know, he found out and she drove her home. And I think that's the part that's kind of like 
weird to me because through all of this, whether you think, like you said, whether you think Molly is wrong or Issa is wrong, I haven't seen Molly falter on the whole, this is my best friend. All right. Not one time. Like they don't, even if they, when they're not vibing or whatever, she she's shown up. And she even said, you know, Issa didn't show up for my celebration dinner for whatever the case was. So it's like, once again, me saying, I don't see where Molly's a bad friend. She does some tests, some stuff. Yeah, like, but, yeah. I, I guess like, it's like you take them back to how you feel like this is like an intimate relationship. It's kind of how people tell their partner sometimes like, you know, I still love you, but right now I just don't like you. And I feel like that's where she falls sometimes, but I feel like this was the breaking point. So with, with Issa, I don't think she had, she had that separation where she was like, you know, I, I, I still love you, but I don't like you with her. It's like, oh, I like you and love you simultaneously, but now it's like nothing. So Which yeah, that's going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of, uh, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be tough to repair. Yeah. And if she is over her, um, I don't want to say that's fine because I think that sucks. But if she's over her, she is well within her rights to say, I don't, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. She can do that. You're an adult. You can do that. But I think it's fair to have a conversation with her because it was. Right. At, at least, at least have that conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, look, we just ain't vibing and I'm not trying to. Like, we have grown out of whatever this is and that's fine because I think people fail to realize that your girlfriends for I mean your girlfriends or your friends can break your heart too and it's not the same mm-hmm. as a like you say like a romantic relationship but I mean heartbreak is heartbreak it is right and it feels like that's what she's doing but Issa it's like Issa broke up with Molly and didn't tell her mm-hmm. like it's like they're it's almost like I like to use the the um the um what's the word I'm thinking for a scenario of like if you're rowing you know, you're supposed to row together and right. have a person if you row crew or whatever, and you are rowing your heart out because you trust the person behind you. And the person behind you is just sitting there like, okay, if we make it cool. Okay. If we cool. don't, cool. But they're not telling you that they're going to have that mm-hmm. effort. And it feels like that's what it is. So I hope they at least figure something out because if nothing else, Issa is super passive aggressive, man. And it is so annoying. Gosh, it's so annoying. I just I, I like people to be direct so we can talk it out and move on. Yeah. She's very passive and she's passive aggressive. She really is. Um speaking of passive aggression, this whole thing with the grocery store, right? She's got this this pregnant lady who's like making all these noise. Ooh, I just need <laughs> Ooh, oh my gosh, can you help me out? And she's got diapers and looks like milk and baby stuff for real in her carts. And Issa offers to pay for it. Now, I understand sticker shop, right? I, I do because before I had children, I knew they were expensive, but I didn't know how expensive. So it's very possible that Issa thought she could handle it and didn't realize that diapers and formula and whatever else she had in her basket were very expensive. But it's very irresponsible to offer to pay for somebody's groceries, whether you're trying to help or not. And you know you can't afford it. Yeah, like if if you're a person, and I mean, most of America's this person. If you're a person who has to check their account before they go grocery shopping, then hey, just and and, and but here's the thing that that makes that worse. Um, I hate when people do a nice gesture because they feel like it's a nice gesture. It, it didn't come from a good place. Like she was doing that so to say like, hey, I'm a good person. Let me absolve my sins by doing this. So so yeah, that didn't come from a good place and, and we see what happened. She didn't even have the money to cover it. So she's feeling it's almost like she's feeling like what Molly said was true. And mm-hmm, right. whether, whether you believe what Molly said is true is true or not, the fact that she's thinking about it. It's good because even if she comes to the conclusion that I wasn't using Nathan, I wasn't using these people, the the simple fact that she's even considering that maybe she did, I think that's a good thing because she's holding mm-hmm. herself accountable. And like I said, at the end of the day, she can decide, oh, I know, I know where my heart was. I know I wasn't intending to use him. That's fine. But I still think she was, so whatever. And maybe she'll feel better. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what I did think was interesting is that she went to the sip and paint and she shared the the wine with the girls. Hey, Kyla Pratt, mm. girl. 
Yeah, but, hey, Kyla Pratt, I, I, I missed you. That girl looks the same still. I mean, I know she's yeah. not old, but it's amazing. But Kyla Pratt and her friends are at this sipping, uh, sipping, sipping, what is it? Sipping paint. And I'm assuming. Yeah, sipping paint. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, it is because the sh- the list came later. So they're having a, mm-hmm. they're celebrating, and after it's over, Issa shares her wine with them because they didn't have any, which is weird. But Issa shares, and then as she's leaving, they um, invite her to come to a bar to join them. And Issa's mirror bitch was like, "Just go, go with them," you know. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but okay, cool. And she goes <laughs> now. I think this was the most messed up thing ever because yeah. she was happy, she was enjoying herself, she was having a good day, and they ditched her. Not only did they ditch her, she found a little list. And you know, if most people you're familiar with bachelorette parties, they are the most wholesome events that you can. Oh, you know, okay. Wholesome. Okay. They're, they're awesome. They're wonderful. Is that right? This one just happened to have, you know, a scavenger hunt that they decided to take another way. Because they could have died and dashed without involving Issa. They'd already befriended her, but they wanted the double points for doing two for one, right? So they ditch Issa. She realized what's happening, realizes what's going on once she finds the list. And then uh, the bartender's like, uh, so here's this tab, you know. You need to take care of it. Question: How did she pay for that? Your guess is as good as mine. Did she wash the dishes? Did she bust some stuff? Yeah, I guess. I guess she. I get. Is that legit? Like, if you don't have money to pay, did you really wash it? Um, Is that a real thing? I think they just take you to jail. I don't know. I don't. I I feel like they would, (laughs) because here's the thing: if if you're if you got caught in the act of dining and dashing, or you don't have the money then I wouldn't want you to wash my dishes because I'm like, you're not a responsible person anyway. I don't want you touching my dishes. So I'm just going to have you go to jail. Right. So is it, I'm wondering if they do, like maybe, maybe it's at the discretion of the owner or whatever. Like yeah. They, yeah. They do you don't have the money. That's one thing. I guess it depends on whether they're all about, if they're about humiliating people or if they're about giving them a chance. I feel like if you go somewhere, you know, you don't have the money, you should be prepared for humiliation. Mm-hmm. You knew better, you know. You did. Yeah, yeah. You, so you knew better. Lisa, in her mind, <laughs> sees them and smashes the painting of the cactus dicks over her head. And I knew it was. I knew it was her imagination because, again, Issa's Yeah, her imagination is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. No so. And I was watching it with Jonathan, my husband, saying, "I wish this was really happening, but I know it's her imagination. I know it is. I know it is." And then she snapped out of it. I'm like, "Yeah." That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But I did feel bad for her because she looked sad. She really did. She looked like, damn, like, you know, that's messed up. And I, and I was wondering if she, at that point, was thinking of Molly, at least thinking of her. You know, like, damn, a mm-hmm. girl wouldn't have done this to me. Or if she was even supposed to go to that sip and paint with Molly. I'm just saying, I'm just that. saying, yeah, she, she probably would have because that would have been Sunday, right? Yeah, self-care Sunday. So, yeah. So, Molly just throwing that out there Molly would have been like yeah bring your broke ass to the bar I got you just tossing that out there too and by, and by the way like I feel like this is lost in all of this if you go back to the very first episode of our recaps I was I was saying like I don't think Molly is a good person so it's not like I'm taking up for her but I, I just must you know speak truth to the situation because <laughs> I mean she's not a good person but she's a good friend so it is what it is I think that's what people need to distinguish because a lot of people are angry with Molly because of Dro. And I, I, I get it on, on a surface level, but I kind of feel like he wasn't lying. And if he was lying, Molly didn't think he was lying. So if that's the arrangement they have, then technically, you know, air quotes, Molly didn't do anything wrong. She didn't. However, However, <laughs> it's messy. So I could see why people would be like, I know you ain't telling Issa anything about miss with the mess you were in. Mm-hmm. Because even if that is an arrangement they have, the fact that she's friends with both of them and you Yeah, know she was friends with both of them. Yeah. That's super messy. Like it's 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 messy. Threesomes, I'm sure, have a potential mess anyway built in. 
and you you either you either deal with the mess or you're one of those you're a part of a throuple <laughs> that understands <laughs> you know this isn't going to be like you you're clear like they they clearly have this is what we're going to do but i can't see how she thought she was going to be in a full-out relationship with him and he has a whole wife like whole, like a whole a, not half a wife not right. a quarter a whole wife, wife a, whole, a whole wife yeah so i don't know and she used to be around. Like, it's not like her, his wife wouldn't mm-hmm. come around. She was at Tiffany's birthday dinner. She was at Tiffany's baby shower. She's around. Just weird. But anyway, I wanted to say that to say people are angry with Molly for that, which has nothing to do with Issa. Just like Molly's, I mean, just like Issa's situation with Derek. Is that his name? No, not Derek. What's his name? The producer. Oh, oh, Daniel. Daniel. With Daniel and Lawrence have nothing to do with Issa and Molly's relationship. Like, mm-hmm. so I can't see why they can't see it separately. Like, you do a bad thing which has your life potential mess in your life. Shouldn't have any bearing on me and your, your our friendship unless I'm in the mess, which Molly was because she ran interference at the We Got Y'all thing, but whatever. Um, so Issa is having a hard time and she calls the person that you know is always, always gonna either gonna gonna have your back, even if they tell you that you're wrong. And that person is your mama. So she goes to see Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wendy, Tasha Mack, <laughs> uh, boss lady, boss lady, and you know, kind of just talks to her about the black party. Still, and still, like, still fine, by the way. I just like to add that in. Still fine. I mean, I can't even disagree with you because she yeah. is it's amazing. Yeah, she, yeah. Amazing. And she goes to see her and she's talking to her about the party and it seems like her mom is upset. She's like, how could you not invite me? <laughs> I'm like, mama, I'm not going to invite their mamas to their black party. But anyway. Definitely not. She, they have a talk and her mom sees it because I I don't know what it is about mamas, y'all, but they can they, they don't even have to see you. They can hear it. And when she held out her arm, when she said, come here and held out her arms, I said, she's going to cry. So when she, when she held her mama, she's going to cry. And as soon as she hugged her, she started, I said, I knew it. I knew it. Just, just because that's, that's what they do. My mom, <laughs> I was having a bad day and I was, I was fine. I thought I was fine. And I called my mom to talk to her one day and she was just like, what's wrong? Y'all, I was like, because <laughs> they just know. I don't know what it is about their voice. I guess you feel safe, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to judge you. They're going to listen, even if they ultimately be like, you know what, this is your fault now. But you still have that person that you just trust with whatever it is you got to let out. And I was grateful she had her. I mean, I am, because... She had a bad day. Like I, I know she had just met those girls, but what they did to her was messed up. Yeah, that that was still like to know that you were basically the butt of somebody's joke. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah, that has but they to planned it. Like there's no way they didn't say, "All right, y'all. So when we get to this restaurant, we can do two. We can do this two for one." Like they mm-hmm. had it planned, and they talking to her and getting her excited about her being a what she called herself a cultural curator. Cultural yeah. A yeah, cultural cu- curator, yeah. Okay, girl. Um, <laughs> and they were, you know, gassing her up. And I'm just thinking, wow, they're very supportive. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah. why it's hard, too. Because that was just... Because I was almost buying it, too. I was like, hey, hey they, yeah. I was like, cultural curator. Okay, okay. Let me add that to my LinkedIn. All right. <laughs> Put it in your tool set. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so her mom kind of... Like piggybacked off what Amal said when it came to Molly. It was just kind of like people grow apart. And if y'all need a break, then maybe y'all just need a break. And I thought mm-hmm. her mom was kind of, I think it's, it's, I'm sure it's difficult to give advice about situations when you know both people. And I'm sure she loves, yeah. them, you know, and you love both people, but you know them st- like you know. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, maybe y'all should just kind of. <laughs> let this go um so she got her advice from her mom and then she left and Kelly finally got her got her on the phone and Kelly again was just like so have you reached out to her you know mm-hmm. Issa said well why should I have to reach to right reach out to her are you giving the same energy to Molly and she's like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how I do like yeah this ain't, I'm not discriminating 
Yeah. And she made it, she said, when Tiffany and I had our, you know, whatever it was, if we hadn't talked, we wouldn't have come back from it. And the way Issa was kind of like, yeah. I was just like, well, damn, like, I think she really might seriously just be over Molly. And it may be she's just over Molly now. Like, she now. Had, yeah, she I think she's angry. just over Molly now. Yeah. And she had, she had a day. Well, she had a bad day, and that's fine. But, like, she's getting, she she's thinking, I will survive without Molly. And she will. But she hasn't, she doesn't miss her yet. I'll say that. So I'm sure that's hard. So she goes home. She smokes because it's self-care Sunday. And she talks to Nathan. I can't figure them out. Like, are they... I can't either. Are they Are they trying to see what's there again? Or are they just kind of cool? Are they... What? I, I don't know what's going on. I think it's clear he likes her still. Mm-hmm. Um because he said, you know, it's no big deal. You need a help and I wanted to help you, which is fine. I mean, that's cool. That's that's nice. But I, I don't know. I can't figure out what, they, what they're what they doing. And I think it's hard for me to figure it out because I want to see where Lawrence is going to fit in there too. Because I don't think he's gone. Oh, no, nah, we haven't seen the last of him yet. Yeah. So it's something's definitely going to happen. You think Condola's gone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she's gone. I would say let's check IMDb, but we might find out that she's oh, Mr. No. Robot, so let's not do that. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. So if she's gone, <laughs> does does um y'all please just just stay with me? Does one block party make Issa think she's capable of doing this now on her own? Does she think she's made enough connections through that one block party to do the next one by herself? Because like um. I guess I actually I was about to mess up the quote where T Boo Pickett says the first million is the is the easiest, but you actually say it's the first million is the hardest. But basically you get what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, she had all these help all these all this help all along the way. So can she, you know, basically have another successful event with her own connections? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because the, the 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 Andrew connection is dead now, uh, yeah. unless he wants to be unless he, unless he wants to be dead. The Andrew <laughs> connection is dead now. It should be for now at so least. That, so so that's dead. So how is she gonna coordinate another one of these events? You know, basically using her own resources, which she doesn't have any of. Well, see, that's that was the question. I'm glad you said that because how many of these resources and connections are now hers? Because. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did she build true business relationships or did she just give the pitch and let Condola's people, you know, pitch in because of, because of her name? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to, you got to make real relationships with these people, your own, not just, hey, me and Condola are doing this thing because I'm assuming that's like Condola's job. I can't tell. Is it her yeah. job? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that's her job. Yeah. I'm thinking it's her job. So she, mm-hmm. because from what I gathered, it seemed like the last dragon thing, Condola put that on from right. however she did it. That was her, like she did it. And really she kind of did the block part too. Like she she, she did. Thankfully yeah. he had the, the vision, but Condola put it on. So I'm hoping I'm hoping, I want people to know I'm not hating. I'm hoping she can do it by herself. Issa can do it by herself. I just, I hope that she made some true relationships and that next time she doesn't have to tell her friend Pillow Talk that thing, girl. Which is, yeah. Now I got, okay, how is, didn't see that's, that's insulting to say. Like, this is like, this is like the trope in like the detective shows where they have like a female CI and they're basically like, go sleep with the guy for information. So this okay. is like, this that's is like, Right, this is like the similar thing. They're like, you know, get the information however you have to get it. Like, so she was basically saying, you know, go on, you know, go on, do what you gotta do. Bust it open for me, girl. You need yeah, it. I need it. This is for me, and that's why I'm like, I can't see why y'all don't understand why she was hesitant to do it, even with her just saying it like that. Pillow talk, because she was again, in so she's not taking this relationship seriously, mm-hmm. and. 
like that's her thing. She doesn't take Molly serious when it, seriously when it comes to relationships. And it appears that people think Molly don't take her seriously when it comes to her professionalism. And maybe she doesn't. I just seem like nobody does. So whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I was supposed to say, I will, I will say that she doesn't, but just like you said, nobody does. Because like you said, Kelly laughed at her and said, I didn't think you would be able to pull this off. Well, I asked why. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she still showed up. Yeah. And she told her, she did say, I know you said you missed it, but she did say, you know, I'm bringing um, Andrew. So now you got somebody from Live Nation. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying she did say that she did give her pretty much permission to talk to him while he was there, but Issa did not. And -hmm. if you say it was because there was a boundary she didn't want to cross because she was there with Molly then you can't not say she didn't cross a boundary when Molly asked her specifically not to ask her. That's yeah. the difference. Like, it's just fair. All right. So, Issa's high and she's hungry because I think those two things go together. And she goes to the Ethiopian spot where her and Molly like to be, like to eat. And when I saw her pulling up to the place, I said, Molly's in there. Because yeah, I'm Molly's in there. good writing. You know, it's just, it's, she's, she got to be in there. It's good writing. Molly's in there. But I thought Andrew was going to be there too. And it was going to be like, I can't believe you brought him to our spot, you know? <laughs> but um, it, like, it looked like Molly was there by herself. Issa goes to the door. She thinks about it. She backs away from the door. She thinks about it. She looks and sees her reflection. Her reflection doesn't do anything. And I was thinking her reflection was going to do the same thing she did when she told her to go mm-hmm. with the girls from the sipping paint but her reflection did not tell her to go. So she left. Now, my problem with that is, I get if you're not ready to speak to her, I get if you're not ready to hash it out, that's fine. But that opportunity was right there. Yeah, like, it was right and, there. And there was no, that wouldn't have been you reaching out. It's like, not only does she not want to reach out, she specifically wants Molly to chase her, like to go to seek her out mm-hmm. to talk about it. And again, that's just showing me she either doesn't want to resolve it or she's just, and she doesn't want to stay mad for now. And look, if I'm if I'm craving my curry lamb, I just gotta get my curry lamb. I don't care who in there. I just gotta get it. I just gotta get it. Just go in, cause I'm sure Molly would have been either Molly would have got an attitude and you know looked at her. I can't imagine she would have just because of the history. She probably wouldn't have said anything. Just kind of looked at her and rolled her eyes or whatever. Yeah, she definitely would have looked at her and rolled her eyes. But even if she was like, you know what, um, I don't feel like dealing with you right now. I want to talk about it. She still could have got a food and love. Mm. She could have. And Molly wouldn't know. I mean, I'm sure she, at this point, knows where they stand, or at least I think they do, because there's still a part of me that thinks Molly thinks that they're just in a fight and it's, it's going to be okay. Not that mm. their friendship is over. But the fact that Molly was like, of course I'm going, I'm, her, I'm your best, I mean, I'm her, I'm her best friend. And when she was there, and Lisa was like, I wasn't sure you were coming. She's like, of course I was coming, I'm your best friend. That versus Issa saying, I don't really fuck with Molly. It's still like, to me, mind blowing. Cause I'm like, damn, they are not on the same page at all. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I don't really fuck with Molly. Is is way more harsher than, and uh, I, I don't want to go. It's tough. It's like you fighting and then you use your feet. Everybody know you don't use your feet, right? No, unless you really, you know, fighting. Used to use her feet. So that's where we are. Um, the episode just ends with her not talking to Molly, and Molly on the phone smiling like she was happy so I don't you know I'm assuming she was texting Andrew because I always assume she's texting Andrew yeah she had to be so yeah so now my questions are where's Lawrence and what's gonna happen with Nathan if anything is Daniel gone forever is Daniel gone cause she she really she really did not treat Daniel well yeah she she did she did Daniel dirty yeah and and I say that is someone who was like, oh, how dare she cheat on Lawrence with him? But she, she when she actually had the chance with him, like she did him dirty. Yeah. She did him dirty. He he ran around the city trying to get that <laughs> trying to get the video off. Lawrence ultimately got it off, but still, you know, he was trying to help her. He let her move in. He uh but 
okay, I know this is a little bit off topic, but on, on the topic of Daniel, um, I don't understand that relationship at all. Because like you said, when she had the opportunity, she didn't want him. So I don't I don't get it that she just liked the idea of him. Oh, yeah, it was it was just scratching that nagging itch, I guess. Oh, she oh that was such a terrible thing to say. What she told him you were just you need to scratch. Oh, oh, oh yeah. See, I said that without even thinking, but she actually didn't say that. Said that that was an awful yeah. thing. She did tell him that. But remember when she was staying at his house because you know he kept having his, his lady friends over, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You just throwing it in my face like we don't have history and all this stuff." And I'm just like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, it's a bit." insensitive but you know whatever yeah and then when they had the opportunity to try and get it together she got mad at him for telling her she was a mess she don't like when people call her out she doesn't and then she just cut that cut that off with him and he's been gracious to the whole thing I will say that man except when he nutted in the eye that was kind of well terrible. see no cut co- no comment no comment. No comment on that. No comment on that. In her eye, she had no. to wear like an ice pack. <laughs> well, if <sighs> a wet towel on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Look, if a if a catcher is behind home base without his mitt and he catches a fastball, his hand and gets bruised. He can't get mad at the pitcher for having a bruised hand. That's all I'll say. The pitcher needs to make a let the catcher know what pitch. You, the, the, the pitcher gave the, the signal out. It said, said, hey, I'm throwing the heat. The heat is coming. The catcher tells you what pitch. The pitcher says, okay. And if the it's pitch, a wild pitch, pitch no. that ain't the catcher's the, fault. The pitcher is saying the heat, the heat, the heat is on the way. <laughs> I'm throwing a fastball here. In the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Anyway, um, well that's it, y'all. That's that was the episode. Um, you don't watch the previews, right? No, nah, I don't watch the previews. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you what we saw. So no, go ahead, go ahead and tell me. It'll be way more exciting than this episode. Uh, maybe not. It's Molly and Andrew on vacation. Really? Yeah, they're going to. I think it's Mexico. That's odd. Yeah, but it may be like another month between because you know the episodes have been pretty spaced out. I don't think the one. I don't think the one from. These past two weeks were very far apart. Mm. I think they kind of it kind of picks up maybe like the next day or so. But you know, before that they were like a month apart. So I hope they don't go a month without talking to each other. Issa and Molly don't go a month without talking to each other. But at this point, okay, Andrew and Molly actually, have been together three months, maybe. Yeah. Now, now that I think about it, if we okay, we already had the Issa centric episode. If we get like a Molly centric episode to see how she's handle, handling this. I guess I'll have uh, I'll soft I'll have a softer stance on it because we need to see how both of them are dealing with it before we spend our last two episodes, you know, reconciling the relationship. So, okay, sure, whatever. Okay, because I will say, in in their defense, the 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 part of the episode with George did make me laugh. Um, it did, but I don't see how. Again, you know how I am about things that that help with the story. I don't see how he helps with the story. See, I, the uh, fact uh, that de- de- he's, he's the father of the dude that Daniel was working with. The producer, the other producer. Oh, oh, oh. That's what oh, but, but yeah, de- Detour, Um, I know you, <clears throat> you don't really... Yeah, I know you don't really like this show, but this is a thing that you're the worst used to do a lot. Like they would break a character off and this character would have their own episode. Mm -hmm. And it would be like 25 minutes of just BS. But then at the end of the episode, you would see why they did it that way. And um, like, for instance, there's one episode that opens with like this this old man in like a trailer park and you follow him around for like 10 minutes and then he he goes into his like trailer and then you see the boyfriend of the relationship and that's how you find out that that's who the boyfriend is living with now because after his breakup he he you know basically left la but anyway but they they used to do stuff yeah oh my bad sorry well that, that should come as a surprise they break up often so 
but but no like that's a storytelling technique that i'm cool with if it's done right but yeah this was just filler if it circles around right 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 right, right. because i mean how i couldn't even see who when he came when he got to the door and the, the boy opened the door and said dad i didn't even see who he was yeah they didn't, they didn't hold it long enough for me to see Right, and I definitely wouldn't have been like, oh, that's the dude that was making beats with Daniel from, I mean, like, who? And I'm, personally, I wouldn't have cared either, you know? Yes, yeah. So, um, unless they're showing us that they're, they're just trying to prove the point that L.A. is small, it's not. But it's whatever. not, it's not small. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so next week is going to be Molly and Andrew. I hope, I want her to be happy. Like, I don't... And maybe it's just because oh, I, I just her. thought about it. I just thought about it. Next. No, 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 no. What? If if this if this episode is where Molly does the quote unquote Molly thing, like I I I'm imagining the response right now, and it won't be good because people are gonna, gonna be like, be, "I told you so." Yeah, everybody's gonna be like, "She said if they if they broke up, it wasn't gonna be because of her, and they knew she was gonna break up." And that's my thing. I'm like, why are y'all rooting for her to fail? Yeah. Like nobody, you you were rooting for Issa to do well because you wanted her to win. I don't know why they want Molly to lose. Niggas pray for my downfall. It's just so they can be right about her. Yeah. That's all it is. I don't know. I hope she doesn't. I hope they, I hope they're good. I hope they have a good time and I hope they continue to, to go in whatever direction they're going towards their relationship because it seems, you know, Seems to be good. He seems to be good for her. She seems to like him. Seem to work well together. She got him to open up. He got her to chill out a little bit. See things from a different perspective. So I think they work well together. Yeah. Yeah, according, according to an article published by, I can't remember the publication. I think it was Vanity. It listed all the men of Insecure. Um, <laughs> he was like number three and the slave master from the TV show <laughs> was right ahead of um, ahead of somebody I can't remember yeah he oh. right ahead of Dro. I was yeah. like y'all really hate Dro. So, really so, 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 so I think there's one thing like most people are unanimous about like Andrew's a good guy Andrew's a good guy yeah Andrew's good you see who was number one though Thug Yoda baby yeah they were going to love Thug Yoda <laughs> um do you know where Nathan was in there? Was he on there at all? Um, he was Frank relatively low, but I still think he was I still think he was above Lawrence. I, I was gonna ask was he above Lawrence, even though he ghosted her for however long. Yeah, I think he was like above Lawrence by like one or two, if I remember correctly. So we're ignoring the fact that he ghosted Issa. I guess so. Because he came through in the clutch and he seems like a nice guy and he can't talk to people. I guess so. You know, <laughs> so I was like, sure. the text came out, didn't it? Oh, hey, man, we we we, we thirty. We we thirty. That's not a good excuse anymore. You know, I just couldn't yeah. talk to people, no. Because he was just like, all right, I'm back for good. Yeah. What's up? Like, where did you go? Yeah. <laughs> where did you go? Where did you like come some from? Some emotional maturity. Where did you go? Just talk about stuff. Yeah, just yeah. Just where did you go? Cotton Eye Joe couldn't help it. It was right there. It was right there. Right there. You were singing it. You were. You were <laughs> You're doing a dance now. I can appreciate it. I uh, think that's it for us uh, for this episode. It was filler, but like Ronnie said, hopefully it'll be because they wanted us to see how Issa's dealing versus next episode. We'll see how Molly is dealing. And then we'll have, I think, two more after that. Yeah, that two more after that. That was episode six. So next Oh, week, no. So it says seven, and then we have three after that three you're right three more because the next one is called low-key tripping which now makes sense because they're oh, on a trip oh, in their boy. favorite rocket ship zooming through the sky little lifestyle yeah that <laughs> please oh my god please stop oh my god alright sorry I'm, I'm so glad y'all couldn't see that but... we're going on our mission start the countdown alright <laughs> really oh wow song goes don't act like you don't like the theme song to little Einstein. it go it goes in it goes in it goes in i'll admit so yeah um i hope i really want them i want everybody to win i want everybody to be happy and if uh, above all things i really 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 want to get to the bottom of tiffany and Derek's baby 
because if it's if it is his baby, it's gonna be almost low key disappointing. Because I love the theory that he's not that she's not. His baby. It, it can't be though. Like it can't be. I don't want her to be. I don't want her to fail though. Like I don't like Tiffany's character. Well, I think I don't like Amanda. Maybe. I think I might be blurring the two. Because Tiffany nah, t- is annoying. Tiffany is but- yeah. Tiffany's annoying too. But she's, you know, she is what she. She's a little, she's pretentious, and you know, mm-hmm. if you love it, <laughs> that's like your job. I mean, that's cool if you love it. My like, girl, shut up. So, if that's not Derek's baby, I would like to get into that because somebody did bring up the point. Remember that he said he didn't. He lived in a hotel for mm-hmm. some time. Yeah. So they kind of broke up. And while he was, while he was in the hotel, she was getting those. Cake smash the smithereens. <laughs> she may have been. I don't know. That would be interesting to find out. Because if she was, and then she was under the suspicion that she may have messed up, no better time to make up with your husband. No better time. Which yeah. is just, ooh. ooh. Ooh, that would be, ooh. They could write that in so well. You know they pay attention to the tweets, so maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe they will. But I'm... Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we're seeing a lot more. Of, I won't say a lot more, but we're seeing more of Maul. See what yeah, that's cool. I, I like his character. That's cool. Yeah. So that's it. Um, so we got to see what's going to happen with Lawrence. I want to see that. I want to hopefully Molly and Andrew stick it out. But it just seems weird. I don't know. I feel like there's too much show left for them to be happy. And I hate that because, you know, like TV, it's almost like TV shows can never let one relationship just kind of work. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, they, like they got to break up. And even yeah. if they get back together later on, they got to break It's like Dwayne and Whitley, you know? Yeah, bad, bad pun here, but Uh-oh. with these TV shows, these relationships are for a season. Oh, my God. Sorry. But no, I'm serious, like, because if you, I mean, if you keep, if you keep, if yeah. you keep Molly attached to, to Andrew or, or like if you keep Issa attached to like insert person here that takes away from the, the like possibility of stories you could tell so you have to do some shifting somehow but could you though just like remember when I mean the show started with Issa being in a long term relationship exactly I mean they both like on the, on, the, on the tail end of it yeah but I'm saying couldn't we couldn't we I'm saying this this type of show Molly. is not sustainable if, if things are good for relationships that's why Chad yeah. and his fiance keep working <laughs> <laughs> right even though the head's amazing <laughs> the head's amazing the head is amazing yeah okay we'll see I'm 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 rooting for them yeah, but if they yeah. break up I won't be surprised at all because you know like you said for a season who knows but you know what they could do that thing where they stay together through this season and then next season starts and they've just broken up and you just don't see Andrew anymore I guess I don't want them to do that but you know they very well could just like he's he's been he's been he's been too big of a part of this season to just like cast him away like that so I I feel like I feel like I feel like they kind of know he's like a fan favorite now so I feel like he'll be around in some capacity but see I think I think they kind of did that anyway, making him and Andrew, I mean, him and Nathan roommates. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're linked now. I guess they don't have to be, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, because, I mean, Nathan was missing for the first half of the season until, you know, he showed up. But, hmm, I guess they could. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But thanks for listening, guys. I hope um, you're still enjoying these magnificent episodes of us speaking to each other about it because that's what we like to do hope y'all are safe as usual please don't take uh, malaria medicine please don't don't do it it, wear wear a mask if you must go into a place of business if you have a medical condition that says you shouldn't wear a mask you probably shouldn't go anyway. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, if you have a mer- medical condition <laughs> that says you shouldn't wear a mask, please stay home during a pandemic because you will likely die. So that's why they have said. Uber Eats <laughs> and Grubhub and the 
was it Instacart and all of these places? And if you're banning those places, then ignore me because I don't know which ones we're banning right now. I support the people. If, if they don't strike, I support them because obviously mm-hmm. they're doing something they're supposed to be doing. So if there is a strike, don't use them. But if there is not a strike, use that. Use alternative methods if you can, if you have the money, if you have the means. And uh, stay safe, be healthy. I know a lot of stuff is opening. Just be careful, people, because, yeah. Keep your head on the swivel. That that Roni, <laughs> that Roni gonna come around that corner. It's it's coming. Twenty twenty has been a, a year, man. It has been a doozy. And it's only May. It is only May. We are only we we are like a little less than midway through this year, and it has been atrocious. It's been atrocious. But on a good note, um, when does the five bloods? June 15th comes to mind. And while he's looking for that, speaking of Issa, the Lovebirds... June 12th, excuse me. June 12th is for the Five Bloods. And the Lovebirds is coming to Netflix, I think, uh, the 25th, which is... Or is it this week? It might be this week. It might be this week. And you know what? Since... um, it's not like we're getting a lot of TV content right now. I say we do two special episodes on those two um, Netflix shows. I mean, they are streaming, so let's do uh, it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. I mean, we only got wait, how many? We've got five episodes of Insecure left. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got to run out of stuff anyway. So yeah, right. we're gonna do Lovebirds. <laughs> we'll do the Lovebirds, and then we'll do. We're definitely doing the Five Bloods. Like that's that's a thing that's happening. And the oh, love yeah. is Friday on Netflix. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So y'all check that out. Support Issa Rae. And um, seriously, for real, I know we said it in, in passing, but we really mean stay safe. Just like for you and for us too. So um, visit thekidswearcrowns.com. Oh, also plug your pod with Ryan. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm. See, he has the mind for that, but me, I'm just so bad at that. Um, so Ryan and I, we do every Thursday. We basically release one episode of a mini series that we're doing. Um, it's basically the road to the 2020 election. Um, we felt the need to do it because we feel like you need to hear a political perspective from people. You know, basically in your same demographic and not just, you know, what you hear on the news. So we felt the urge to do that. Um, You can check it out on YouTube. You can also check it out on the Don't Call It a Podcast feed, which is on... Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, she just waved me off. I was like, huh? I was like, what? That doesn't exist? That doesn't exist anymore? Don't Um, call it a podcast. But yeah, that that feed, you know, you can find it on a- Apple Podcasts, Spotify. But yeah, um, to to get the full experience, to watch it on YouTube, you know, the kids wear crowns YouTube page. And yeah, we we let we got a lot of content as far as um audio content that we're releasing. I'm sure AJ is gonna do something soon. So yeah, just check us out, listen. Give us your um, ideas, critiques, anything you think that can improve it. We're all for it because we're, you know, we're rookies at this thing. We don't claim to know everything. We'll take advice if it's good advice. No haters. In no haters. Holleration, hateration in this dancery. But thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And until next time, peace. Peace.